thank you for taking the time to speak with me today. Aside from having to talk to yours truly, how was no, your day going? Thank you. My day is great now. I get to talk to you in this awesome office. Like I kind of want to, I almost want to zoom in, but I can't zoom. You know, it's like, <laughs> you think everything is like the zoom on your phone. It's not though, but I want to zoom in and see all these photos behind you. But my day is great. Thank you for asking. There may or may not be a vintage 98 degrees photo about 20 feet that way. I cannot confirm not, or deny. If not, we can make this happen. I know people, Darren, I can, I can make that happen. <laughs> Well, it's a pleasure to connect. Obviously, been aware of you for decades, growing up as an MTV person, and your career is so fascinating because, you know, what are you? Are you an actress? Are you a model? Are you a television presenter? Are you an author? You have so many different titles. How do you like to be thought of? And spokesperson today, right? Um, first of all, thank you. That really actually makes me have a moment because um, I feel like my entire career, people said you can't jump over from one to the next, especially being a female. Um, they've always said you can't go from host, you can't go from modeling to television. You can't go from television hosting to acting. You can't go from comedy acting to dramatic acting. You can't go from dramatic acting back to hosting. And sure. you can't, you can't, you can't. And I'm like, yes, I can. <laughs> I know it sounds so cliche. I feel like we're doing like a mini documentary. I'm like, the more they say no, the more I want to do it. But it's true. But um, you did. You did. And okay. as you called out, you're a spokesperson today. So tell me what you were spokespersoning for. <laughs> uh, well, today I am excited to talk about Allegra Hives. But yes, it's about, it's about creating your destiny. And in that destiny, life happens. And in my life, believe it or not, Darren, I am plagued with hives. This is, uh, sure. um, it's something that I've dealt with since I was a little girl. I remember crying and I don't know if you've ever had a hive breakout. Oh, but... this, this beautiful, delicate porcelain skin does not just take care of itself. Let's... Oh no, mine's, my, mine's head to toe. And when you get something itchy in between your fingers and your toes or your arms, yes. you're... Uh, it's, it's, it's not fun. And so honestly, I just thought it was something I had to live with. And, um, I'm so grateful not to talk about Allegra hives, which is the only over the counter oral medication you can take that attacks the hives from the inside out. Mm -hmm. It relieves the itching due to hives. It reduces the hives. This is important for me because as you said, whether it's hosting, acting, um, doing anything, taking photos, it's about skin and appearance and, mm -hmm. and not that that's all that it's about, but if you were constantly itching in the middle of talking about, you know, the crime scene, then NCIS Hawaii, they're like, what's wrong with her? So there's actually one of the episodes I have this massive welt on my cheek. It's a massive hive that stayed for that entire week we were filming. Um, and sometimes it's a welt, sometimes it's a whole rash. So right. now right. I have relief that is non-drowsy. Every other medication out there makes you drowsy and being a mother of three and working a few jobs, it's not an option for me. I can't be on set and just be like, you know, I have to be on. So this is a game changer and there, there's nothing like it on the market, which is why I'm excited to shout it from the rooftops. Honestly, um, I love talking about all of my work and everything, but this is something that allows me to do that in a comfortable way because I never know when it's going to happen. I never know when I'm going to have it pop up. And so to have relief that is that I can take orally, that is 24 hours, and that is non-drowsy. I am all in, and I want to shout it from the rooftops. Anybody watching, this will change your life for all of you hive sufferers out there.
when did you first find out that you're going to be able to work with this great brand? And I said, because some people like to talk about projects before they're finalized and happening and other people wait until the dotted line. So I didn't know if you had like a three month embargo before you could go public. Oh, I, I will, as far as the partnership with Allegra. Sure. I have, this has been something that's ongoing that my team knows about. And I, they have been there on me on set at red carpets at events and when one of my team members called and said, oh my gosh, there's this brand new product. I think you need to read about it. They sent me all of the information and I literally said, I need to be a part of this because this is something that I suffer from. And mm-hmm. I want to be able to share this with people. This is something that, like I said, has plagued me. I know it sounds dramatic, but it's brought me to tears. I, I- cannot explain to you the uncomfortableness of having yeah. a head to toe itch that you cannot literally scratch without peeling your skin off. And Topical did not work for me because it comes off and I have children. And so this is, this is, it is literally a game changer. And so we've been working on it um, and they have done all of their due diligence. They have been working tirelessly to make it non-drazi, to make it the only over-the-counter oral. And I'm just excited that I get to partner with them and be the one to tell you about it. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's out now and by the end, by August, it'll be everywhere, but you can definitely find it now. So to be clear on this one, uh, there's no restrictions to drinking coffee while you're having it. No. Okay, there you go. Because, you know, sometimes when different skincare products say, oh, this is going to change your life, but you can't do X, Y, and Z. So there's no restrictions. This is one of yeah. those products that when you're living your everyday life, you can take it, nothing changes. Yeah, it's it. I, there's no, like, that's the other thing is some of them are like, by the way, I don't operate heavy machinery. You're like, like driving a car to work. Uh oh. So again, the non drowsy is <laughs> game changer. You can drive to work. <laughs> game changer. Well, two children. So, so we've talked about that wonderful product that you're working with. Another fascinating thing about you is. Uh, I'm living in a beach town and most people don't really grasp the idea that you can live in a beach town. You can live in a place that's kind of relaxing. You can still create your own stress but you're yeah. still living in a beach town. You yeah. grew up in a beach state. Uh, <laughs> so if I go to Hawaii for the first time, because I've never had the pleasure, where am I going? Which island, which city, what's the first go-to? That's a very loaded question. Um, but yeah. to your point, yes, people didn't know that you can live and work in a beach destination. I live in a vacation destination. What I will say respectfully. Um, So I did not grow up in Hawaii, but I live there now. And in the last year, I've really learned so much about the land, about the people, about the pride. And while we love and thrive on tourism, um, we also just want to make sure that people know you or whoever's watching this when they come to keep that in mind and be respectful of the land and the islands and Mm -hmm. know that, that it's not it's not our land and it's not your land. We're, we're borrowing it from the earth and we should leave mm-hmm. it as, as we came. Um, you know, don't take shells, don't move rocks, don't litter and just be respectful. And honestly, when I surrendered to that, it, when we were shooting the pilot, it was three in the morning and we were at, it's this, it's this cove where they shot uh, from here to eternity. I think mm-hmm. we're like that, that iconic black and white shot where they're making out on the beach. And it seemed a little dangerous, but we have the best water safety team in the business. Um, And I remember closing my eyes and just putting my toes in the sand, 
and it was cold and it was dark and I was about to jump in the ocean. And I just asked the island to watch over me, protect me and take care of me. And I will do the same and I will give the same respect back. And I know it sounds crazy, but something inside of me just lit up. And since then, I've just had this, this fond bond with the island. So I would say to you, if you want to go for some more fun, go to Oahu. If you want to go um, for some fun and relaxation, go to Maui. If you want to go for some volcanic cool, go to Big Island. If you want to go somewhere romantic, go to Kauai or Lanai. And in all the places, just be respectful. Love the islands and it'll love you back. There you go. Well, being <laughs> respectful of your time, two quick questions and then you're free from Darren. And no, I could talk all day to you. <laughs> and the first one is uh, writing a book is something I've done. It is not a, the, the easiest thing in the world to do. Do you have plans to do another book because you were a late 2021? <laughs> I would love to. And I think the second one, the first one was the story, um, Life from Scratch, Family Traditions That Start With You. And talking about my story and how I didn't have the cookie cutter upbringing that I think people might think mm -hmm. to leave this destiny that I have. And so it's just about saying that your messy past doesn't have to define your future. That being said, a big part of it is entertaining and cooking and, you know, the, the kitchen is the heart of the home. So I think I'd love to do just a, a solid cookbook, front to back, all food, um, yummy things that we love to make in the Lachey household that we can share with everybody. Fingers crossed. And the last <laughs> one I got is, besides the ultimatum, do you have a TV recommendation you could pass on? My wife and I go, hey, we're going to watch this show. And you, you notice you watch it in two, three days. You need another one. Do you have yeah. one or two? Well, have you seen Love is Blind? I have not seen Love is Blind. We should be watching that. Love is Blind, start with season one. Uh, I think there's only two seasons out now, but we've shot a lot more. That's what sparked before Ultimatum. So check it out. I know you're like, I don't want to watch reality dating. I promise you every man who said that in the first episode is hooked. And then they're the ones telling their significant other to watch season two. Just saying. That, that's what I thought. And then we watched the first season of Love Island UK and we yeah. watched all 35, 40 episodes. Well, there you go. So you're going to love Love is Blind. Well, thank you for your time and thank you for the many years of great entertainment. Looking forward to what's to come from you, whether it is these great tie-ins to taking care of your skin, whatever it is. Thank, thank you, Vanessa. Thank you so much. Have a good day. I have so much to ask all three of you, and we're first going to throw it to Carson. Um, your first acting role, according to IMDb, was a Justin Timberlake video. Is that true? Yeah, that, um, I don't think that was my first one, but that was one of them. Um, that was super fun. I, that was like a super cool experience. Whatever happened to him? I know. No. He just sort of disappeared. Too bad. I don't know. Yeah, too bad. He was pretty talented. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was like super fun to be, um, to do that. And I feel like um, as an actress, it's cool to be um, parts of, all different aspects of the yeah. industry and music videos and like commercials right. and guest stars and yeah you build your way up so That's i right. feel like that definitely was um an important part of my past i don't <laughs> think that was the first one i did though i think that was uh a different show i remember seeing you in dollface so yes. <laughs> you have been around for quite a while you have more acting credits in your years than most people are ever gonna have so congratulations <laughs> uh sarah I'm dialing in from Long Island. Are you proud oh, or is Long that- Island! <laughs> <laughs> when did you get to leave Long Island? 
Get to get leave. To leave. Get to I leave. Like, you wait, wait, where where in Long Island are you from? Long Beach, the opposite end from Stony Brook. Got it. Yes, I grew up in Stony Brook. Um, I lived there from the age of six until my first summer after college. And then my folks moved to um to New York City. So, but yeah, like all high school, middle school, most of elementary school, all on Long Island. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we sound like, each and every one of us. That's what we sound like to the whole world. Um, and your credits, you, besides, you know, killing it as an actress, great singer. And was the plan all along to be a singer and acting was the side thing or what was the order on that? No, I mean, I, I always grew up singing. I was doing musicals forever growing up and I sang in college. And then the, really the thing that shifted gears for me was doing a musical theater program in New York in the middle of college and realizing, I don't think I'm cut out for this, this I'm much, I'm better and more connected to and more drawn to straight acting. So, um, so that's kind of where I put my focus, but I, I still do love to sing now and again, but it's just for fun. Bonnie. Long-time yes, fan. Uh, <laughs> as a stand-up is how I first learned about you. And one thing that intrigues me to no end is how how many stand-up comics who are excellent, like yourself, are now the showrunners, the show creators, etc. Was that the goal from the beginning, to be running your own life in that way? Um, you know, I never thought of myself as a stand-up. I always thought of myself as a storyteller. And, uh, you know, stand-ups are worked so hard and I was lucky to work at Second City where I was part of an ensemble where we're improvising doing eight shows a week and during the day you know I was an oncology nurse uh, at Northwestern wow. I had two lives going at a time um, but one gift one of the most precious gifts in my life was you know my oncology patients gave me perspective and it was kind of you know don't fear failure follow your dreams um, live life in the moment so I, when I came to California, after I made a deal with a patient, we shook hands on it. Um, I, I just knew I wanted to be a storyteller and I wanted to follow my stories all the way through. So for me, and I was the first person to do it, you know, I had to go to all the unions and get approval. It was 1993. I was the first person to write, star and executive produce their own series. Mm -hmm. And it was a, it was an uphill battle, um, but I made it happen. And then it became the norm, you know, and I'm, I'm really proud of that. Uh, uh, and I love, I love writing. I love storytelling and I know how powerful it can be for people at home that for a moment can forget their cares or woes and relate to something or laugh. Yeah. And Hey, loved your talk show as well. You helped awesome. spotlight so many comics on that people like Jeffrey Ross, who weren't necessarily getting the look at the time right. from yep. the other shows. Yep. So we had a lot of firsts on our talk show and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of that, too, all the careers that were that stemmed from that, that show. Well, Carson, throwing it back to you here, do you remember the first time you saw Bonnie on anything? Did they go, hey, check this out, and you saw her? The first, actually, Cover the, Vogue. the Cover first, Vogue, right? <laughs> the first time I saw her was actually um, from my own discovering. I was watching Beethoven. Oh. <laughs> um, wow. Um, that one was really, I watched that when I was a little bit younger. Um, maybe like I was like nine or 10. Um, and I watched it with my mom and um, that was like really cute. I know that was like one of the first projects. It was, it so was, yes. That was definitely really cute. And then um, a year later, here I am 
Amber Brown. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty lucky the day we crossed paths because Carson really brought Amber to life for me in a way that I could imagine, but not, I mean, even much bigger than that. So, well, you've, you've seen her do it. Oh. It's amazing. <laughs> That's so sweet. That's of course. And, and, and kind and all those and good funny. things. Yeah. All the and funny. I mean, you'll <laughs> never be as pretty as I am, <laughs> but I was mostly hired for my looks. You've got talent. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Welcome. And my final question before I all let you go and get asked the same five questions by other writers. Um, so, Sarah, uh, what is the best show on Apple TV besides this one? Wow. Ted Lasso. 100%. And I feel like we the whole time we were making this show, we were like, this is like another Ted Lasso. And it's for a younger demographic demographic but also to watch with their families but because both of these shows are motivated by putting kindness and love out into the world and finding a way for people to understand and empathize and um, build one another up so I love that show it makes you feel so good and so does this show yeah there's um, another show that has the same message Um, for some reason I'm blanking what it's called me and my mom watched it together it's about like Every episode is a new like love story. It's not just like romantic, but it's That's also like boat. yeah, moms and dads oh, and yeah. sisters and brothers. I, um, I think it's called like modern love or something. I I really like that too. It's the same message, you yeah. know, family, love, friendship, mm-hmm. and it's really creative. I like it a lot. So that's definitely a good message to have yeah, in the show. It's- absolutely. It's been a pleasure speaking with all three of you. Looking forward to whatever's next. Congratulations on getting a Thanks. wonderful show out into the world like this. Thank, Thank you. you. It is a pleasure to be speaking with all of you. And I'm going to throw the first one at May. Uh, May, fantastic credits you've got. And we can't just say, oh, she only works on animated stuff. Oh, she only works on this. It's stuff all over the place. So I'm curious, as the show's creator, which project number this was for you? Like, in other words, did you start working on this one 12 years ago and other stuff came up first? <laughs> no. Um, this one came to me uh, about a, uh, God, a year and a half ago. Um, and it was a show Apple was developing. Um, you know, it's based on a graphic novel, uh, Surf Like Girls, written by Kim Dwinnell. And um, they brought me on to, to you know, see it through to, to green light the series and and figure out the stories and and the characters um so it wasn't uh i i sort of jumped on this yeah about a year and a half ago so uh i know my resume is very eclectic <laughs> is the word that i <laughs> get thrown at me you say eclectic i say impressive <laughs> steadily working credits that you can be proud of uh, Mia, did you know any of the work that, and it's okay if the answer is no, did you know any of May's work before working on this show? I actually had worked with May on the last two, no, Joss show, that. yeah. I actually, the last show I did um, was a Nickelodeon show, and that's where I met May, mm-hmm. but I knew her from, I went through this phase where I was watching a lot of cartoons, and one of my favorites was Voltron. Oh, yeah. And I remember reading your name on this, on Astronauts, and being like, I know that name somewhere and I looked you up and I was like oh that's why and I got so excited and then I I mean I love seeing Asian American women in positions that I would like to be in I want to be a director so I'm like 
it was huge for me because astronauts was actually the first one where I got to work with someone like in a in a power position and an executive position that looked like me and I was like oh my god this is incredible and then I got the script for Surfside Girls and I fell in love with the characters um the the story the town because it reminded me of my hometown mm-hmm. Surfside was this and then I found the books and Surfside was just like the thing that I wished was on TV already like mm-hmm. to begin with yeah <laughs> well that same question goes to Yaya um did you know Mai's work I'm, I'm sorry um, well, I'm May's work. Why did I say your name wrong? May. That, that was confusing me and May. <laughs> Tip of the tongue. So I did. I um, I had heard of astronauts actually. So that's I actually knew of Mia and May. And so I thought it was so cool that they had like already worked on something. And I'm like, oh my god, I know both of them from the astronauts. Um, and so yeah, it it was so it's so cool to me that you like. It, there was so it's like such a variety of things that are on your resume it's so yeah. cool to me um but yeah I was so excited to get to work with once again like ethnic women you know just like in general I love and I feel like sure. the crew also there were they there were lots of like Alex and Julie mm-hmm. and there were so many different people that were you know very just all colors mm-hmm. the making of Surfside was filled with a lot of diversity yes. whether that was in the cast yeah and the crew and the executives it was just it really was it was so inclusive. nice to yeah it was yeah, very inclusive very and a inclusive. representation of how the world is yeah, yeah. sure and, and yeah yeah looking at your imdb page it amazes me how many scary kind of projects you've been <laughs> able to work on why <laughs> yes. the birds yes when you're a child working on those how does that go do they just go stand over here do this then go away as quickly it's I mean I I also don't know like how I did it and wasn't like mortified but as an eight-year-old hearing gunshots just kind of became like my normal gig I was like okay fine um (laughs) um but yeah it was such like a like an adjust it was an amazing adjust but it was such an adjust to go from you know mall shootings and all that kind of stuff to and like yeah so so many things um to just a family amazing like Surfside is where you would want to be. It's a safe town. And it was so yep. funny because the shows and movies that I had come from before, nobody was safe. Everybody was dying. <laughs> nobody was safe. <laughs> nobody. Everybody was dying. And yeah. so um, it was just, it was so nice because I know that my my sisters are going to be able to watch this. And I had done a movie before that was for Netflix. That was for Netflix. Um, and it's just really nice to have, it's obviously great to have some of these terrifying um, shows <laughs> under my belt, but it's also really great have something that like my entire family can watch and that I can enjoy without having nightmares. <laughs> and it speaks to also your versatility in working in a lot of different projects. And yes. Mia, the last thing before I let you go, uh, we in this household, I think the first thing that we saw you in and went, oh, that's her, was Always Be My Maybe. Great, <laughs> great yeah, project. I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you one of the popular shows for that streamer, uh, popular movies of all time of that streamer. Did you know that that was as great as it was when you were making that? You know, I had actually worked with Allie, um, I think, was it twice before? No, it was once before. I had worked with her on American Housewife and I was really little. And I was like, huh, I know 
I know some of the kids on Fresh Off the Boat or were on Fresh Off the Boat. So I knew Randall from that. It was really funny to me because I had watched, I hadn't watched some of their stand-up yet, but I knew who they were and I knew they were hilarious. And I read this and I'm actually, I didn't know it was going to be as great as it was because I don't think I, at, at like what, 10, 11, I didn't have such a grasp on how funny it really was. Like, I didn't understand they were jokes that were meant for adults. And then as I grew up, and I watched it, I was like, oh, I see why that's funny now. <laughs> and I'm actually, it, it really helped me in terms of relationships because I, I'm actually still, one of my closest friends is Emerson Min, who played opposite of my character. We met when we were like 10 and we're now like 16 and 15. And I don't know, it's, I, it's an incredible experience. It was so much fun. And I recently just got to work with Ali again, which is awesome. Wow. So what I'm learning here is everyone works a lot. Everyone is, <laughs> uh, everyone likes each other and exciting stuff is to come. So really thank you all for your time and congratulations on getting this show out into the world. Thank you thank so you. much. Good evening, folks. Well, is it evening Eastern Standard Time or Pacific? I think, afternoon. I think it's yeah, afternoon. Yeah. Afternoon. Yeah. Well, there you go. Thank you for taking the time. I'm dialing in from Long Island. Uh, so, hey, the Hampton, we love it. I'm curious, each of you, uh, what experience did you have with Long Island before taping this? So I was born and raised in West Hampton, so I'm as local as you get. Um, so going into it, I mean, I think we had two very different experiences just because I was so used to the area already and I kind of know the ins and outs. Um, and then we have Alon, who's from the city. Yeah. And if you want to explain. Yeah. So I'm born and raised in the city, but I also have um, my my first cousins were also born and raised in the Hamptons. So I've been going out there since I was born. Um, never lived out there though. And so last summer was my first real summer in the Hamptons. And um, so that that experience was super unique for me and super beautiful. But I've I've definitely think that I have a lot of experience with Montauk, with um, East Hampton, with Bridge but never really West Hampton and that kind of vibe. So that was new. Yeah, it's kind of like the most, it it's always been the most beautiful experience living in the Hamptons, but I feel like in our town, it's just like everyone knows everyone. We've been in this whole, like not circle, but. Little bubble. Yeah, no matter where you go, it's like you'll see at least 10 people you know, I feel like, yeah. so. I'd That's a funny, you, like. I like. I'm from Sag Harbor. Um, I lived, I lived in Sagaponic, I've lived in East Hampton, and now I've, I lived in Saga Har Saga Harbor for about five years. And it's the same thing. It's a small town vibe in each town. Um, and it's, you just, you, you kind of got to go and experience it, but it's, it's, it's a great place and it is, it is beautiful. And that's the reason why the city gets to come and join us sometimes. <laughs> you know, they're jealous. Yes. Anyone of you four ever been to my hometown, Long Beach on Long Island? I haven't, but I know a bunch of people that like no. have um, and go. Hunter, my boyfriend, always goes there because it's like a good surfing spot. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I've never been. I've been dying to go. I heard it's really fun. Maybe we'll make a trip. We should. <laughs> Come on out. <laughs> so obviously when you're filming a TV show like yours, uh, you probably like one-tenth of what you film winds up on there. But I'm curious if there was any highlights, you know, working left to right here like, what was your highlight of the series? Um, my highlight of the series was definitely working at Dockers with these guys. Um, I was able to really see how like we work 
together and it wasn't really forced um, to like meet somewhere. It was more of just a working cl um, climate. So I really enjoyed it and that Dockers was definitely a great experience. Sure. I would say um, we had a great event at the end of the summer. We had like a huge lobster bake where it was kind of sad because it was the was end of our sad. season together. Yeah. And I feel like at that point we were all just like, we were all like one big family. So that was a really great experience. Yeah. Um, I would say that the best experience for me, so I was, I was house sitting with my, for my family friends. And so it was the first time where I was really living alone in a house. And it was just absolutely amazing. Just having, you know, time to myself, just the vibe, literally wherever in this beautiful weather with the pool. Um, so that whole experience I think was as a whole amazing. We had parties there, um, which were also super fun. Also filled with a lot of drama, which you guys will see. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, that's honestly was my highlight. Outro cast.